Hey everybody, welcome to episode number seven. Uh, what is what is seven in Spanish? Six, 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 the siete episode of uh, the Still Spitting Podcast. I'm Dan, she's Nicole, and welcome. We're going to start with something that uh, I uh, we need to have a very serious discussion. And I know we like to have oh a boy. lot of fun. We like to have a lot of fun here on the Still Spinning Podcast. But uh, I think we also need to use this platform for good. <laughs> and we're about to use it for good. Oh, boy. All right. This I'm is ready. a this is a public service announcement. This is a uh, this is something that's going to pro- it's this is a huge safety issue, too. For the love of God, and in the name of all things holy, can we please stop sitting in restaurants and having conversations on speakerphones where people can hear <laughs> both ends of the conversation? I don't... This this used to be a thing you'd see every now and then walking through the mall. Somebody was doing it. It is now... I, three times this past weekend, three times, twice at Starbucks... Um, once at a restaurant, people sitting there talking on their cell phones and then the the other person is talking back to them on the, (laughs) how about that? It's almost like you, how about that? that, Right. But, but see what I just did. I didn't answer it. I didn't talk to, I didn't talk to my friend calling me. Mm -hmm. Uh, see what I did. Just put it down. And, And you know, what's even like one step further from that. Most of those people are probably on FaceTime calls. It's probably not just a phone call. It's probably FaceTime. I see it all the time. Walking around Target, someone just like holding their phone out. like, And someone else is like watching this. I would be sick as a dog, first of all, if someone FaceTimed me. Even if you're just holding your phone stationary, mm-hmm. it makes me sick. But no one just does like regular phone calls anymore. They're almost always FaceTime calls. Well, no, Take note, I bet. I bet you, so I never really, I guess I didn't realize the FaceTime aspect. Mm-hmm. I guess I wasn't thinking about that because they're holding their phone. Well, is my phone going to ring again? They're holding, I guess, well, sometimes I see people doing this. That can't be FaceTime, right? That's just speakerphone. Well, could this it, close? who knows? Who knows? Because well, part of what I was going to ask is, do you think the other person knows they're sitting there on speakerphone? So if they're going to talk about hemorrhoid cream or something like that, that maybe that's not a conversation they should be having while somebody is sitting here on uh you know, you get to a certain age and those are the conversations you start I, having. I just love that that's your example of like what would be an embarrassing phone conversation. To I have. remember when I was helping to take care of my dad, you know, he would go out with his friends and I'd have to go with them because I'd have to like push the chair or do something. And so they'd go out for coffee. And and literally the first half of the conversation was everybody going around the table talking about their different ailments. Oh, sure. And what the I didn't I didn't know that was a thing to look forward to. Apparently oh, it is. Yeah. My grandma's Christmas letter. was literally month by month like doctor's appointments and where they went like all the physical ailments yeah it and but you know what i i'm getting it now the older i get right because that's like you want to share with that you know share with your friends yeah i don't know i got yeah but so i get yeah anyway we digress um but so yeah i guess i never thought about the facetime thing so if you're doing Mm -hmm. facetime then the other person clearly knows you're standing out in the middle of you're you're in public why are people doing this is this just not like do you do people just it's rude for everybody sitting around you right absolutely it's interesting you bring this up because we were just out 
um, this week with some friends that we used to work with and one of the ladies has a teenage son and she's like, none of them know how to talk on the phone anymore. She's like, they don't know that you hold the phone up to your ear to talk on the phone. She's like, they're always talking on the phone like this. But it's not just young people I see doing this. No, me either. I see people like it doesn't even phase me anymore because I see it pretty much any time I'm out in the city of Chicago. There is someone every Target I've ever been to, every store ever like there is always someone who is speaking on speakerphone. I it's I, I don't understand it. I speak on speakerphone, but not out in public. If I'm in public. Well, first of yeah. all, I'm probably not having a phone conversation right. if I'm in public. But if I am, I have put my headphones in. And if you're and if you're on speakerphone at home, if you're sitting in your, I do it all the time when I'm sitting sure. here, when I'm typing, when I'm working on something, when I'm or keyboarding and I'm typing. You know, people aren't even gonna know what the word typing means pretty soon. Right. Because, but anyway, so yeah, I do it all the time, all the time. Obviously, when you're driving, when you're whatever. But I'm not. I don't care about the speaker. I just like walking around in public so everybody yeah. else can hear this. It's beyond rude. It's it's just fascinating to me that people don't I don't think people think they're being rude. That's the thing. Correct. Because people think that their world is the only world yeah. happening. Yes. It's just another uh, just one more check mark on the nobody else exists but me so I can do whatever I want box. Um, so, you know, Nicole, I don't like to come with just problems. I like to I like to come with solutions, right? Oh, ooh, I can't wait to hear what your solution There's is. There's only one solution that we all and we all have to start doing this. Okay. We all have to get involved in the conversation that the people are having. Just like pipe up in the background. Just yeah, right stand right next to Preparation H. That's the better brand. <laughs> and they're going to like, "Who's this?" Yeah, you're the one involving me in this conversation. So if you're going to involve me in the conversation, I'm going to get in the conversation. You know what I mean? If you're talking about, well, I got to pick those kids up at three o'clock. Oh, my God. Did you go to the pool last week with the kids? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that pool. Have you guys been to the pool over on? I'm just going to hop in the conversation. And I think we all need to start doing that. And then people will then realize, well, maybe I shouldn't be sharing all of this with everybody. Maybe this just be between the two of us. I, I think if we all started hopping in on people's conversations, this might put a put a damper on people's uh, willingness to just have those conversations in public but that's the only way to do it it's an interesting theory but it might backfire because they may actually appreciate the input (laughs) then it becomes like a group therapy (laughs) session right like who's around what ask the is there anybody else near you in the bread aisle can you please ask them this question um could backfire that could backfire and Mm -hmm. and i'm the kind of i'm yeah i because i'm the kind of person when i start talking to strangers they usually talk back to me right for sure and so it might end up, I might making, I might, you know what? What's the worst that happens? I make a couple of new friends. Hey, it could, I mean, it'd be a great story. On and then when met. we're friends, I can tell them, you guys, that's kind of rude. <laughs> Put the, don't talk on the phone in public like please, that. Please get your, get get off your phone. No, that's just a, I, it's just, hap- I've seen it many times. And then all of a sudden this mm-hmm. weekend, I just, it was three times this weekend. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's just people <laughs> literally right next to me at Starbucks lady just standing there talking and I didn't think it was a FaceTime call but maybe that's I actually never thought about the fact that it could be because I don't FaceTime do you FaceTime people no yeah. uh, well the only way I FaceTime is if it's a very specific like hey friend I haven't seen you in a while right. let's do a FaceTime I'm never just FaceTiming Paul or my mom or people that I regularly talk to my brother like absolutely like you, you don't need to see me if you call somebody 
you don't ever hit the let's FaceTime button, right? You call them. You you dial on the of phone course. and you hit the yes. phone button. Yeah. Okay. Same here. Yeah. And but, maybe that's our generation. Yeah. Like we didn't grow up with FaceTime. Apparently it is. But it's boggle that blows my mind is how often people FaceTime. Like they're FaceTiming all the time. I don't get it. I don't need to see anybody this badly. Yeah, me either. You know? Me either. So, but of course, you know, the next time I call you, I'm going to FaceTime you now, right? (laughs) Great. (laughs) Yeah. The only reason is if I have to show you something, you know? Right. I mean, then there's, I mean, that's the great thing about it. Hey, I need to show you guys this. What do you think of this? Or, um, and even if I, like, for example, if I'm out shopping and I'll say, Jenny, do you need this? I will actually, I'll usually just take a picture of it and then text it to her and then talk to her on the phone. But I I mean, just the fact of of putting a phone and letting everybody else hear my conversation as I'm walking around never even, never crosses my mind. But then again, Mm -hmm. for some people, it doesn't even cross their mind that they shouldn't do that. Right. People are strange. Weird world. Weird world. People are strange. I came across an interesting article. (laughs) People are strange when When you're a stranger. Faces look ugly when you're alone. What 80s movie was that used in? The Doors. Well, that was a <laughs> 90s movie at best. <laughs> that was used in uh, The Lost Boys. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Great classic movie. Yes, if you haven't indeed. watched The Lost Boys. And it holds up. The Lost Boys holds up. I haven't watched it for a long time, but I'll have to go back and check and see. Check it, it out, I remember Dan. it being great, so... Oh, so good. All right. So I came across an interesting article. Adult summer camps are apparently becoming really trendy right now. And I was a thousand percent on board. So the article was actually like the 12 best adult summer camps. And they have like your traditional summer camp, right? We're just like lounging by the lake, sitting by campfires. Then they also have Needlepoint Camp, Space Camp in Huntsville, Alabama. We know somebody from there. A women's adventure camp, dude ranch camp. Tell me you're not interested in that. Golf camp. No, thank you. There's a hotel experience camp where you just basically go to a Martha's Vineyard based hotel and you just stay wherever you want. Do you have to your work at the room. hotel? <laughs> you, yes, you have to work at your hotel. They play Twister. There's a Woody camp, a surf camp, cooking camp, and band camp. Those all made the top 12. Um, I got to tell you, if the accommodations were right, yeah, I'd be all for it. I went to camp as a kid. Believe it or not, I went to church camp. Is uh, I, I know. I, I, I do believe it. <laughs> uh, don't believe it took, but I do believe you went. Right. Well, um, first of all, our, our church camp played a game called Romans and Christians, where all, <laughs> all of the... Oh, just wait till you hear. So we're like, this is middle. I was 14, I think, the last year I went. So, you know, like that age group. Yeah. They would, it was one night was Romans and Christians. All of the kids were uh, Christians. And it was basically a giant game of hide and seek where the counselors were the Romans and they were trying to to capture the kids. Yeah. So we were just all in the woods making out. It's where my first kiss happened was at church camp in the woods because they're basically encouraging you to hide from the counselors and to be like in remote areas together. Anyway. We just learned something about Nicole. Yeah, that's a fun fact. You probably never knew that. I don't really She was hiding from the Romans Mm -hmm. at church camp and she was a Christian and she had her first kiss in the woods. That's right. 
Where Lake Okaboji, baby. Oh, Lake Okaboji. Yeah. My very first paid traveling comedy gig was in Lake Okaboji, Iowa. I would just like to point out these two incidents did not coincide. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that reminds me. I was in the woods and there was this crazy woman who came up to me. Screaming about uh, the Romans. I don't know what she was talking yeah. about, but I'm just like, here, lady, let me just plant this on you just to keep you from talking. So, yeah, sure. I guess that. No, that's funny. Yeah. How funny is that? Right. Um, uh, but so, I don't, but did you go ask, to camp? Um, oh, yeah. yeah. No, not really. No? I mean, not. I would not go to sleep like a, away camp. No, no, I never did that. Um, yeah. What? But but my question is, like, when they say camp, like they're like uh, golf camp or dude ranch camp or mm-hmm. are they are you really camping or is this just. Are they just calling it camp because it's like, hey, that you know, like, because that just sounds like a trip, a vacation. What are you going? We're going on a golf vacation. I'm going on a dude ranch vacation. Like camping, I have this, you know, you're all sleeping in one big giant wooden bunker with, you know, in bunk mm-hmm. beds and all this kind. Of, to me, that's what camp is. So, I think it, it depends on which camp. Like ho- hotel camp, obviously, no. Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of them, yeah, probably. And you know, we had. I don't know, maybe it's it's hard for me to remember in like my adult brain how many kids were in each Yeah, like bungalow suite whatever it was. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. But I do remember we had to like carry our bathroom stuff to go to like the bathroom. Now, that's where you'd lose me. If I have to go, if I have to leave where I'm at, I'm also at the age where I need to get up and pee like forty times. Right. In the middle of the night. Like I can't not be near a bathroom. Yeah. But if the accommodations are right. I'm all for a camp. I mean, I guess Even I don't. In a bunk. Yeah, right. Oh, not me. I'm not sleeping in a. I when I visit friends, I don't stay in people's houses. I don't like stay. I like having. Uh, I like having like a hotel. I like having mm-hmm. my own space. I'm weird that way. So no, it's not I would. I would not if like you're gonna go sleep in a room with like four people. You don't. I don't go sleep in a room like if I'm traveling and another comedian. And it happens now and then because younger comedians <laughs> don't care, right? Like, hey, you guys, we want to split a room? No, not a chance. God, Zero no. chance. Right. Yeah. No, I'm too old for that crap. No. I yep. never liked it. I never liked mm-hmm. it when I was your age. I certainly don't like it when I'm my age. So no, zero chance. But um yeah, I that would be that would be where I draw the line. And then and then it's not really camp, then it's just a vacation, right? Like Yeah, a- but you're probably with other people. Now, the dude ranch camp, I assure you, you are probably sleeping in tents somewhere or in a bunkhouse or, you know, it depending on what they actually are doing. But I, I think in a situation like that, I would bunk up with, with randos. A hotel room is a different situation, though. Hotel room is like there's two beds and one bathroom, and it's just they're usually not big. One of the, I don't know. One of the things I've always wanted to do is I've always wanted to do those storm chasing, uh, like a storm chasing trip. And there's places sure. that offer that. I've always wanted to do that. Hold but on. The, what? Like your idea of a vacation is going to like Tornado Alley. In the height of tornado season well, and just a, like wouldn't driving. be a vacation. Jenny won't go. Um, but I would. Yes. No, that I would if, take a week of that would be heaven for me. Waking up really? in the morning, looking at the maps, going, all right, where the tornado is going to pop today. And then getting to that location, just chilling out. And then you start watching the clouds start building and going, yep, here they come. And predicting that and then being there when the tornado comes down behind it, hopefully, of course. And uh, oh, I would love that. I would, would, yes, that would be, that's my, that's one of my, that would be like fantasy camp, like weather fantasy camp for me. Danger camp. 
Um, well, that's what. So that's yeah. Number one, I would never go do this on my own because I'm not. You know, I'm. <laughs> I would. I would well, make sure we have a professional meteorologist with us who can who, who can you know read the maps better than any of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I want somebody who has done this before. The problem is when you do these things, you really never know where you're going to sleep, right? Because Sure. Uh, and so you end up sleeping in a lot of crappy motels. Well, not a, you don't get your own hotel room. You have to share hotel rooms with other people. That's honestly the thing that has kept me from doing it is that I don't want to go share a hotel room with a bunch of people I don't know. Couldn't that, you just pay extra to have a solo room? If I mean maybe, but like if you go to a you know go to a and and you're not staying in any Hiltons or anything. You're staying in like you know the one room. The no where, tell motel. Yes, you're staying mm-hmm. in where, where like all you pull right up to the front door of your room. That kind of thing. Those Bates all motel. over. Right. Yeah. Uh, those oh, are where you usually end up staying. And <laughs> well, I know. Did you? Uh, I'm thinking your church camp had something to do like that. Now hey, now. Uh, we had bunks. We had bunks. Okay. But, yeah, so that's the reason I haven't done that is because part of me is like, nah, I'm not going to share a hotel room with somebody else. I would have to find somebody I know to go on the trip with me. So when they assign you a room, when you, so like, mm-hmm. it, and even then I wouldn't like it very much, but I would, that's the only way I would do that. Yeah. I, that's, that's a slippery slope, right? Like going to, like, I, I don't think you and I could share a hotel room. No. No. Right? Like no. that'd be so weird. I would not. You know what? You and I, like, you know, you say, like, okay, is that appropriate? I, I think both of our spouses go, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> oh, it has nothing to do with being inappropriate. Right. In my mind. It's just. I think we, you know, we probably could. Um, yeah, maybe. It's, what do we want to? No. Right. That's, <laughs> that's it's not so much could one. we, because yes, we could, but. But I'm just saying we? like of your close friends, like that's also a thing of just like you w- still wouldn't want to share a room with right. certain people. Yeah. Like it's just. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. 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 I, yes. No. No. Let's we'll just say no to that. And uh, maybe I'll just have to take like, I'll get one of those sprinter campers and then just live in that. Of oh, course, boy. you don't want to be driving that around a tornado. That's the first thing to go. Those things are vehicle. Yeah. sucked right up. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'll have to. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be on the lookout now for Weather Chaser Camp. See if I can oh, find. Oh, they, they do them all the time. Like a lot of TV stations will do them. They'll take their really? meteorologist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're all over the place. I mean, in fact, people talk about now in Tornado Alley how much of a pain it is when a tornado comes through. Not so much because of the tornado, but because there's you know 75 different cars chasing the tornado, and people like you know farmers are out just trying to do their job. And like, God, I have to drive the tractor around all these idiots parked on the side of the road and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So it's become a thing. So. Yeah, I think my grandpa was a tornado chaser before it was a thing because as soon as a tornado would be appearing, like he was out. He was out driving around. He would always come and drive and tell us to go inside. Yeah. I was like, just grandpa, we have a phone. It's a landline, but like we're not we're in the middle of Iowa. We're I've not never, going anywhere. I, I've never the thought of running to the basement for a tornado oh. it never crosses my mind. It's get outside. We're the opposite. I'm like, tornado? Bye. Yeah. See, although we live in the city, fun little story. Uh, la- was it last summer or the summer before? No, it was during quarantine. There was a tornado warning in the city of Chicago. And a tornado did touch down in, like, the northern suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, and our upstairs neighbor called us and asked us if they could come downstairs. Because we have the bottom two. We have a duplex down, so we had technically the basement. Uh, so we just awkwardly sat. Because, like, did what am I going to say? In? Yes, but what am I going to say? No, it was and it, and it was during quarantine, like height of quarantine. Now they did bring a bottle of wine down, which was nice. 
But then it was became like, okay, tornadoes. Did you know that those things are pretty quick? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we grew up in Iowa. <laughs> yeah. You grew up in Illinois, almost in Iowa. Like, you know, like it's, it turns green. The tornado hits. Everything's fine. Right. Uh, we were down here that's for a, a long t-shirt. time. It turns green. Tornado hits. Everything's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what Tornado it is, chaser though. camp. <laughs> that's their motto. Somebody right. use that. Mark the tape. Right. Uh, but they sat down here for a long time after. And then I'm just like. Yeah. Why'd you let them in your house? What are you doing? Okay, bye. Because, well, apparently they were in their bathtub for a while. And then... Well, you know what? This is the problem. You rent a place on the third floor. This is what you, you got to well, know. Were... You got to know going in. I Yep. Yep. So, well, I mean, you really don't expect it here in Chicago, but that was that was a little awkward and weird. So, like, if there was a flood, would you call them and go, hey, uh, we're coming up to your place? The only time I had to call them about water down here was because they left their bathtub running. And it flooded both floors for us. Like, not flooded, but it came down into our bathroom and then down into the room I'm in, actually, right now. Neighbors, neighbors, neighbors. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I can't wait till I don't have to live with people above or below me. Yep. Well, you know, we've always had people side, you know, to the side Mm -hmm. of us, but I've never, I've never had to live in a place where we've had people above or below us and I couldn't just because for that right there. Yeah. It's, it's not fun. All right. Well, uh, Nicole, uh, yeah. CNBC did an article, and I find it funny because this is something that you and I had talked about maybe even in the first. This might have been our episode one of the Ooh. Still Spinning podcast. But CNBC did an article talking about uh, how uh, consumers are angry and they're tired of tipping for everything. <laughs> it, it now has a name, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. It's called Tip Creep. Tip Creep? Tip Creep. Like, if you ever worked for a company where you're like, you know, this is the scope of our work, and mm-hmm. sometimes the phrase scope creep, like they're they're having you do things that really aren't part of your contract, scope yep. creep, well, this is tip creep. Uh, from self-service fast food restaurant kiosks to smartphone delivery apps, there are more opportunities to tip for a wider range of services than ever before. But between the high cost of living and uncertain economy, cash-strapped consumers are starting to tip less and resent tipping prompts even more. Mm. I 100% agree with this. Mm-hmm. I, I have no problem tipping people because, you know, it's hard. You like, like, for example, yesterday we went to Qdoba. There's a sign outside of Qdoba that says, Qdoba employees, you're starting at like $18 an hour. Mm-hmm. And you've made my burrito and so on and so forth, which is not a lot, you know, not a lot of skill goes. I appreciate it, but not a lot of skill. Then I get to the end and then you go to pay and they're like, before you pay, you got to answer this question. And it comes up, how much do you want to really? tip? And zero is not an option on there. You actually have to click other and then go down the list to get to zero. It, really? You at Qdoba? To, at Qdoba. You have no. to answer the question before you're allowed to check it. So you literally have to say, no, I don't want to tip. Like, the easiest thing to do is hit 10% or 15 or 20%. Those are the three buttons. If you don't want to, you have to hit that fourth button for other and then and then go down the list to zero. Wow. Um. So it's just. That's it's what a, I don't like. I don't yeah. like, like the deceptive ways that people are trying to get tips. You know, where it's like built in, but you don't see it or it's a problem to uh, to get yourself out of the tipping situation, especially like, come on, Qdoba, $18 an hour. That's more than I make at most of my jobs. Right. I know. That's you what know? I'm saying. You know, Jenny walks in every time. She's like, why am I? Why am I? Uh, she's a nurse. So she's like, why am I doing all of this and have all this liability and everything for not a whole lot more than what I could make at Qdoba? I'm like, I know. I get it. Yeah. Um, 
you're right. But but so Tip Creep, so it has a name. It's called Tip Creep, and it is everywhere. I completely understand it. I think our first one where we talked about this was when I went into Home Depot and I did the self-checkout, and it asked me to tip. Yeah. Like, what I, I just did everything myself, and you're asking right. me to, to tip? Also, at Home Depot, who nobody needs a tip at Home Depot. No. Nope. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree. Well, although when I hear Tip Creep, I just assume it's like a dude, like a creepy <laughs> dude who's just like walking around taking people's tips. Did you get to see the Tip Creep? He was over by your table. Uh, that's awesome. That's funny. Uh, uh, I've yeah. conversely, I've noticed that Starbucks has made it harder to tip, at least on the app. Like on you have app? to act. Yeah. You have to actively go and like view your receipt and add a tip. Like it used to be part of when you place your order, you could just add a tip if you wanted. And now oh. it's after all of it. I think you still can, uh, but you I can, but, but it's you, harder to find. Uh, I always get a prompt that comes up that says, really? Hey, do you want to? Yeah. In fact, I might have. My phone's coming in handy today for a lot of our conversation. I, see, mine does not. I've, I've, because I've had to actively look for where it is. Um, yeah, but, and again, I don't mind. Like that seems, you know, that seems the more normal. Like they're doing a lot of work making your drink and all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's some places where I'm like, well, that's fine. You should make. You, I, I sure. can throw a tip. But it is just getting. It is everything now. And I will tell you, everything is getting so expensive. Last night, we're oh. here. Funny story. Before we went to Qdoba, we're trying to figure out what to eat. And um, I had a coupon from from DoorDash that says, you know, your next order is like $15 off your next order, or 20% up to $15. I'm like, well, that's not a problem with DoorDash. You can easily do that. So uh, I threw, I went, so there's a burger place we like in town. uh, And I'm like, yeah, let's just have burger. Let's just sit home. So I put uh, two burgers and um, like mozzarella sticks in there. The total was like $31. Jeez. Right. Okay. Uh, and then you go to check out and, you know, they add like the automatic like 20%. They say, here's what the suggested tip. I'm not kidding. It went from $31. Here's your total, $31. Go ahead and check out. When I checked out, fifty-seven fifty. Holy crap. By the time they added in their service fee. And that mm-hmm. was with somehow $15 got taken off of that somehow. Like, I don't know what they did or the math. And oh, actually, no. You know what? I take that back. It didn't get taken off because I got I the bottom of the coupon said it expired June 9th or something. That's right. So it did not. So that was with <laughs> so that's not with it on there. But still it went from thirty one dollars mm-hmm. to by the time DoorDash wanted their money, the delivery fee it was it was fifty it was like almost sixty dollars. It almost doubled. Oh. Have you bought a concert ticket recently? Right. That's 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 <clears throat> unholy. That's just so should be so illegal how the they, fees. The fees yeah. are ridiculous. Like the the cure just they're on tour right now. And they purposely made their ticket prices pretty affordable for people um, because that was important to them. But the ticket, the ticket master of charges doubled the ticket price. And Robert Smith, who's the lead singer of The Cure, went on social media and was like slamming them. He got part of their money refunded for people who were super overcharged by the ticket fees, um, which I think is a nice thing for an artist to do. Because as a consumer, like we don't have... We we can't just you know, not no pay choice. the fee, right? right? right. Like you well, can not you, pay. You a can. Tip. You can just not go to the show. Well, that's just exactly it. Like you can not go to the show. You cannot use DoorDash. You cannot like do a. a you have that choice. Which I made last really night hard. by going to Qdoba. I'm like, no way right. am I paying that much. <laughs> not a chance am I paying you know that much money, almost sixty bucks for two burgers and mozzarella sticks. Right, and then somebody's on their phone. Right. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that you know. So anyway, it has a name. Once again, we're on the cutting edge. We were talking about this 
what, two months ago or whenever, you know, whatever it was. Whenever uh, we launched. Yeah, May, it, beginning of May. Yeah. So We've uh, always been before our time, Dan. We have. So it has yeah. a name. It's called Tip Creep. And yeah. uh, now you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, real quick, you want to throw in, like, the, the hot news that's happening in U.S. soccer? Lionel Messi is coming to the United States to play. Mm-hmm. And he turned down a hell of a big contract to come here. Like, I'm sure he's still getting a ton of money. But he is not getting what? Because I think that somewhere in the Middle East was offering to have him come. I don't, I don't know. know. I live cool. with a soccer officiant, uh, and so I tangentially hear these things. So, but he's coming to Miami. Yeah, and now I know this because I have friends who are, you know, big soccer nerds as well. Or, I'm sorry, football nerds. They get very football. mad when you call it soccer. Well, if you're coming to the U.S., get used to it, buddy. Yeah, right. Um, so, and they're already, they were trying to get tickets to gain. Like, they're already trying to get tickets. And the tickets, I guess, the ones, I don't know. It's, it's so good, I guess. I'm happy. I'm happy for my friends that enjoy, a, you know, a good football match, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I the funny thing to me about this entire story is how they're saying, well, this, this is going to be it for America. This will put Major League Soccer now on the map. This will do This will do it. This is the thing. And I'm like, you know what? You've been trying that since I've been like eight years. So Pele. When Pele came over, that was supposed to be it. And then Pele it, played here? Yeah, didn't he? Yeah, he played for the New York uh, Cosmos. Did he? And the oh, only I reason I've ever heard of the team New York Cosmos is because I think because that's where I'm pretty sure who Pele played for. I, I could be wrong on that, but I, in my head, that's 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 sticking there. But um, well, Beckham came over and played in L.A. and, and that I didn't thought, do it. And that, that didn't, didn't do, do it. it. So now Lionel, look, I'm very happy, and I know there are te- there are there are major league soccer stadiums popping up all over. I don't. I have no ill will towards him, and I actually hope they succeed. I would like for them to succeed. You know what I mean? More sports, mm-hmm. good. I'm happy about that. It's just not a thing that takes off in this country. It will never be the thing that – it'll never be a baseball. It'll never be an American football, and it will never be hockey, and it will never be basketball. It will never be the, as big as those things unless those things fall, which they make. Baseball right. and me are kind of starting to have a thing. Well, um, yeah. Well, I, do, I mean, I do think that it will do well for Miami – Right, yeah. Because if people want to see Messi play, they're going to go see Messi play. I don't know that it's going to have an impact across the league, you know, nationwide. And and here's the thing. We all play soccer, like, when we're kids. Like, that's the funny thing. It just never keeps. I don't know why something happens in it. Maybe it's just too simple, right? Maybe it's just a field and a ball. Maybe because, you know, we need need bats. We need balls. We need gloves. We need helmets. We need shoulder pads. We need hockey pads, right? We got to have a lot of crap to play our sports. I'm right. I don't know. But like we all play soccer when we're like nine and then we just go, this is dumb. And we just quit doing oh, it. Well, some of us don't. Well, some and of by us, us I mean, yes. some of us that I, I am married to, right. but even him, like we've never seen a, a game here. We've never watched gone and watched the Chicago team play, but the premier league will always be on at our house. It's just a quality issue. Like yeah. premier right. league is so much better than any U S league. Well, like, now yeah. Lionel Messi's coming. So Well, now it might change. What We're is gonna the Chicago find out. team? The fire? Chicago fire. Yep. Great. Name it Milwaukee's... after like a massive tragedy. <laughs> not hey, as massive Jersey... as Peshtigo. That's that's right. It is not a Peshtigo. Mm-hmm. Hey, the New Jersey Hindenburgs are playing tonight. That's great. <laughs> yes. The Milwaukee Dahmers the have, sa- a, <laughs> have a... 
<laughs> They're coming up. Spanish flu taking over the league this year. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The Cincinnati Covids. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be a great – you know what? Honestly, I'd probably go see, like, a, a terror league. I, I'd be much more inclined. Yes. I'd be much more inclined. I feel like All I right, should stop everyone. this now because my next couple were not going to be – yeah, it was I was to trying to over the top. I could tell. Yes. I could read your face that yeah. something bad was about to happen. Yeah. All right, everyone. That has been episode seven of the Still Spinning podcast. Now, don't forget, Patreon members starting this week only uh, starting this week. Only Patreon members are going to get our bonus spins. They're no longer free spins, folks. So make sure you go to our website, stillspinning.com. Hit subscribe. You can also subscribe directly through Spotify if you would like. Also on our webpage, you can get some merch. You can find out a little bit more about us. You can listen to back episodes. All those things happening. Stillspinningpodcast.com. All right. Thanks for stopping by. Right? Way up. We'll see you. We'll see you next week. Yes. I love that you waved. For those listening, Dan and I are now waving. Bye-bye. Bye.